0: Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life.
1: Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free.
0: Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. You're listening to the Self Mastery Podcast, where we break through barriers holding you back from becoming who you want to be. Whether you're struggling with pornography, overeating, social media addiction, or just want to get better at succeeding at life, this podcast is for you. Now your host, Zach Spafford. Hey
1: everybody, and welcome to Mastery Monday here on the Self Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Spafford, along with Darcy. Hi. How you doing?
0: Oh, I'm good. It's yeah. a bit late, so Is it a bit late? If I sound sleepy, I'm sorry. Oh, it's almost you're not sleepy. It's almost eleven PM. What? I know. So crazy. Late.
1: All right. Listen, we want to talk about kids. And one of the things that we often get asked about is how do I help my kids stay away from the dangers of pornography? And I think it's really important for everyone out there to, to think about this. If you have kids, this is something you should be thinking about. Yes. Uh, and, and you have to be thinking about it in a different way than this question poses the question because it is not, it's not strictly a reality that you're going to be able to keep your kids away from the dangers of pornography. And I, I want to just kind of be clear about this. Uh, when we talk about pornography, we are talking about sexual imagery intended to create arousal and i think it's really important to be aware that every child in america in you know in this day and age is going to be exposed to pornography at some point or other in you know before they te- you know graduate from high school
0: and i would bet that a high percentage of teens will actually seek out pornography, not just be exposed to it. So Yeah,
1: so I think there's a curiosity component there that we need to be aware of and you need to be careful not to shame your child for having curiosity in, you know, in this particular situation. Uh, there's a reason why they're looking at pornography. It's it's, you know, it's the same reason why when I was a kid, we made out with girls. Uh, we were trying to figure out our sexuality. And that doesn't mean they're a bad kid, that doesn't mean they're unworthy. What it means is they they need to learn, and it's your opportunity to teach them.
0: Yeah, and and I think it's important to have those conversations with your kids and really understand what it is that they are seeking out when they look at pornography, and and having those conversations and and being open and honest and willing to hear them and and not respond in a um,
1: in a shameful or you know punitive way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things that we use, and I'm just going to tell you about it here at the beginning, and then we're going to get into the four tips that we have for you as parents, if you're listening to this, to help your kids deal with pornography in their lives. Uh, the, one of the things we use is Covenant Eyes. They have given us a free membership to that, so we have been fortunate enough to you know, use that and enjoy it. And there's a link on my website that if you go to it's the free stuff or the amazing stuff actually. So you go to com slash the stuff or the click on the amazing stuff link on the website and there's a you know a, a button where you can go and you can download Covenant Eyes. I do get paid, I think it's like twenty bucks if somebody goes on to it and, and buys it. But that's not why I'm offering it to you. We we offer it or I'm telling you about it because I think it is a tool that will help facilitate the the four tips that I'm going to give you right now that we're going to give you. Yeah,
0: and just to be totally honest, we have it on our computers. And I talked to one of my kids about it, and I said, so what do you think about it? Like, does it help at all? You know, whatever. And he's, he said, uh, yeah, it certainly helps because I definitely don't want to look at something knowing – that it could potentially be screenshot and sent to you for you to see.
1: So <laughs> And then we're gonna have a conversation about and
0: it. And then he's gonna have to talk about it. Right. So
1: And that's really I think what it does. It does you know, it does have some filter some filtering capacity, but more than anything, it's gonna help facilitate the conversation that we're gonna talk about.
0: Now. Yeah, and and there's been times where, you know, we've seen screenshots of something that our kid kid was on and it, you know, wasn't pornography, but it wasn't necessarily what we would.
1: We wouldn't have wanted them to be doing yeah. doing it per se, and so
0: then it's just so having that, that conversation. conversation, like, "Oh, hey, what's this? Like, what's this about? Is is this, you know, really what what's going you want to be right. spending your time doing? And then also being able to see, you know, what times of the day that they are using their device, also. So
1: yeah, definitely. All right. So tip number one is talk often, and this I think is one of the most important keys to. Making sure that you can help your kids navigate the waters of pornography in their life is being an open and honest communication space, so that they have, they know what's going to happen. They they have an understanding of okay, you know what are we talking about, and why are we talking about this?
0: Yeah, and and I, maybe we've said this on the podcast before, sure. but I don't think we have. But it was Valentine's Day, and we were talking. And we we're like, oh, maybe we'll do like fourteen things that we love about each other or something like that. For a podcast episode. For a podcast episode. And one of our kids said, hey, you should do 69 things you love about each other or something like that. And so then I just was like, or Zach said, hey. Oh,
1: so do you know what that means?
0: What is that? What does that mean? And (laughs) this child said, uh, I'm not really sure, (laughs) but... And so then Zach's like, well, let me tell you. And they were like, no. And, and then.
1: They literally ran out of the room. They yeah. weren't like, no. They were like, I'm out.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then Zach left and went. And so then I gathered the kids back and I said, hey, so do you know what that is? Like, And they're like, oh, no, maybe I think, well, one of my friends Googled it or whatever. And so maybe. Anyway, so I just said, okay, like, I'm going to tell you what it is. And I point blank told them what. 69 met and of course they looked at me like oh my gosh this is super awkward and I'll be honest it was a little bit uncomfortable for me too to say like it's this and this you know and but being able to be willing if
1: you're listening to this by the way and you don't know what 69 is don't don't google it go go ask your mom
0: yes (laughs) um but I realized if I don't have that conversation with my kid and have that and, and talk about that, then they'll just Google it. Right? right. Like that, that's the world we live in. And so just being willing to have that conversation and have it often is huge. And, and not set
1: those opportunities up. Yeah. Like really set those up. One of the things that we do is when we're driving with our kids, especially when we've got one of them alone, we, you know, take that opportunity to have the conversations about, you know, Hey, what's going on for you? Uh, you know what was the last time you saw pornography is is it creating any problems what about masturbation that sort of thing where yeah maybe you don't want to have it every time you get in the car with them but you do want to take the opportunities when they, when they present themselves
0: i'm sure if it was every time they would just they never, would never leave the, the house the with you but <laughs> but but being willing to have that conversation and and working through the uncomfortable feelings that you might have around having that conversation. You know, I've I've had friends call me and say, "Hey, this happened. Like, what do I do? How do I talk about it or how do I prepare my kids for this?" And 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 I love helping people have these conversations because it's so important that we are willing to talk about these things.
1: Yeah. Well, and, you know, if you're part of our membership, you can come into the parents' call and have that conversation, just like what you were talking about, where, you know, I'm not sure how to address this with my kids or how do I get my head around this or get myself in the right headspace so that I am showing up the way that I want to show up when I have this conversation with my kid. And being a part of the membership gives you that opportunity because you can email us or you can, you know, come to the open calls. And have those conversations, or ask your questions live, and it gives you such a great opportunity to get to where you want to be before you do have those conversations with your kids.
0: Yeah, and speaking of the membership, it is open for I think forty eight hours. So we open it up just once a month, and so view on in for the month of March.
1: Now's your head moment. over
0: to our website. Yeah,
1: there's going to be a link in. There's actually going to be a link in the show notes. So okay, check it out. Uh, Step number two, or tip number two, is be real. And this, I think, is often one of the most difficult things for parents to do, especially when it comes to you know the, the things we don't want our kids to be doing and the things that we maybe have done or engaged with. And being real is really important here. You know, Just being honest about what's going on for you or what happened for you, what are the things that you learned and how you came across that knowledge is, I think, a great opportunity to put your kids at ease and say, yeah. I did make mistakes and I want you to see that some of those mistakes I learned from and this is what I learned and how uh, and, and how I learned those things isn't necessarily how I would want to have learned them. But let me tell you the story of, you know, what that looks like and just be real with them, you know, take what they're experiencing and and allow yourself to just be totally honest about how your journey occurred.
0: And being, being willing to be, to be human. Yeah. Right. Like oh, yeah. the way when we're, when we're real with our kids, it's, it's a way to connect and them to see you for, for who you are and not just like the authori- yeah, the, the authoritative, yeah. perfect, you know adult figure. Mom and Dad
1: never made mistakes.
0: Yeah, but just being like, yeah, you know, I, I, I struggled with this or I you know, whatever whatever the conversation is, is just being real and and showing your human emotions and how you have been able to to grow and
1: And be the person that you are now. Yep. And and hopefully, you know, if you're if you're struggling with this now, you know, it's totally okay to say, hey, this is something I currently struggle with and I you know, I just want to teach you what has been a problem for me and why it's been a problem for me, right? Being totally real is, I, I think it's hard to be authentic because we think people will hate us for it or they'll tr- treat us differently. And the truth is, I don't think that is as true as we think it is. Uh, step number three is be kind. And I think this one is so much, it's, it's so important, right? Because we oftentimes, we think our kids know what they're supposed to do. And... That's not as true as as we think it is. And just being kind and being able to say, oh, I see where you are, and I see how you're feeling, and I see what it is that's going on for you. Let me take a step back from my own emotions, my own worries, my own frustrations with this situation. My own insecurities. Insecurities, right? And be kind to your children. I know that sometimes seems to be hard.
0: Chances are if you're listening to this podcast you might have either personally struggled with pornography or you have a spouse that's personally struggling with pornography and so then when our kid struggles, it's oftentimes very easy to attach all of our fears and insecurities surrounding our like marital relationship and then almost dumping them onto our children yeah. and and you know having thoughts like. Oh my goodness, you're going to hurt your future wife just like your dad hurt me or like yeah. I remember back like years and years ago. This was 8 years ago having those feelings and having those thoughts about my poor little innocent son who I found had stumbled across something that would be considered pornography and and really my brain went to worst-case scenario of He's gonna end up divorced. He's gonna end up, you know, all of the things that my brain
1: destroys life.
0: Yeah, was was telling him he's gonna be addicted to this and never be able to stop, and it's just gonna keep getting worse and worse. Like my brain, like told me all of those lovely, lovely thoughts that didn't make it, so I was able to show up in the best way possible all those
1: years. I think just you know coming to that conversation with the attitude of it's my job to teach you and it's my job to help you understand. And I can't make you know anything. Uh, I can just be there for this conversation and help you begin that process of learning. That, I think, is going to help you so much when it comes to trying to just be kind and be being kind for them and to them in that conversation. Because sometimes we, we, we let all that emotion just come out and it can overwhelm our kids. And let's just try not to do that.
0: Yeah. And, and you know how it is for them. They're like, whoa. Mom is really upset right now. Right. Yikes! And, and, and then, you
1: create that emotional charge, and all of a sudden they're afraid of this thing. Yeah,
0: they don't even they don't even want to come to me. They don't want to have that conversation. And and another big thing is there there are a lot of of young adults that that we work with, and I work with the wives, and the things that they they open up to us about is that like their parents. Their moms thought that they were going to be serial killers because they looked at pornography, or that they were gonna be rapists, or that they were gonna be child molesters and pedophiles, right? Like all of these things. And and you think about that and you're like, wow, that those poor kids, like no wonder they're so stuck looking at pornography and can't seem to break that cycle because they have all these beliefs that were offered to them by their their parents about what it means to look at pornography and what looking at pornography might mean about them and who they might be in the future.
1: Yeah, 100%. So last thing that we're going to ask you to try and work on when you get to that conversation about how you can help your kids navigate through pornography in this real world where pornography is pretty much ubiquitous is clarify what's going on for them. One of the things that we ask our kids to do because we know they're running across it and we know it's a part of the reality that they live in is is if they are turning to pornography to deal with how they're feeling, we ask them to just take a minute to ask themselves, what's going on for me?
0: What am I feeling? What am I feeling? That is making me want to look at at pornography. And and I've these are the answers that I've had so far that have been reported to me. And... One was lonely, didn't like being lonely. One was bored. He really didn't like being bored. One was aroused. And in fact, he said, I was just horny, mom. And then he said, I cannot believe I just said that to you. I cannot <laughs> believe I just told you I was horny. Like he was so embarrassed, but he had that conversation with me. And I was like, that's great, right? Because part of it is, is teaching our kids to understand why it is that they are seeking out pornography when they do versus them Shaming just,
1: them for it
0: and... Yeah, and for them just not even being aware, like right. they're not even aware, right? Awareness is the first step to change anything because if we are not aware of what's going on, there's no way to change it. Like, how do you even know what to change if you're not aware?
1: Yeah, absolutely. and And these are some of the questions that you can ask them. You know, what? what is it that you're feeling? Why is it that you're feeling this way? You know, just being available to listen and hear them where they are in their space, what they're trying to accomplish, what they've been struggling with, that is a huge benefit or a huge component of just clarifying what's going on for them.
0: And I think another important part of that is, do you have any questions about what you saw? Because they might. They might have genuine questions about what they saw. Like if it's, if this is all new to them and they they are not, you know, they, they don't have a whole lot of experience, they might have questions.
1: And you're going to want to get yourself in a headspace where you're able and willing to answer those questions. Because the truth is, is that if you can become the expert for them, if you can become that source of knowledge, they don't need to turn to Google. They don't need to turn to uh, the, the other kid's in the in, in their area, the, the, their friends and that sort of thing. They can come to you and be able to have that open, honest communication, knowing that you will provide them with real answers rather than platitudes and obfuscations, which Darcy's like, what are those two words? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so is everybody else so is everybody that's listening.
1: Else. Rather than saying, you know, phrases that don't mean anything or, you know, say, def, you know, deferring the conversation to another time, right? Which isn't what you want to do. You want to be there for them in the moment, in that moment that they need you. And and being able to be uh, that person is going to be huge for their growth.
0: And I, and I think it's so important to remember that this is this is life now this yeah. is a struggle that almost all teens will have exposure to that it, it's it's life it's we we have to stop like living under a rock and believing that this this isn't going to affect our affect our children that this isn't something that they will be exposed to that this isn't something that they might have friends that joke around about like this is
1: This is part of life. This is
0: 2021, man. And we all have cell phones in our hands that are
1: amazing
0: computers computers that were way better than the computers that we even had as a kid.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? So. Yeah. And
1: I think that, I think your point is really, let's not be afraid of this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And not be.
1: Let's not, let's not like hide under the rock, you know, pull the covers over our head or any any of that sort of thing. And let's just face this head on. And know that we have the, the tools now. We have the skills. They're available. We just need to teach them to our kids. We need to teach them to ourselves. And we need to be that, that space where the kids can come and be like, I need to understand this so that I don't get lost. And to be that person, to be that space for your kids, you're going to have to put yourself out there.
0: As a, as a culture, as a church culture, we're not very good at addressing sexuality. We we don't really talk about it. We talk about it in the sense of just don't do it. It's bad. Mm. And, or it's amazing when you're married, right? Like, but there's no like in between. We don't really do a lot of educating around sexuality. and it's And it's really one of those things that we're like, just suppress it until you're married. Yeah. And... I think there's great power when we are willing to have those conversations with our kids.
1: And nobody's gonna have those conversations with your kids if you're not having them. Like you cannot rely on someone else to have that conversation, which I think is often what some of us do. You know, I think there was a definitely a period in the church where, uh, from my perspective, you know, as, as someone who grew up in the church, where it was kind of like, oh, the young men's leaders and the young women's leaders will kind of help them navigate some of these waters. Let's let's not worry. Let's not let someone else to teach our kids. Let's make sure that this is our responsibility and we take it on.
0: Yeah, and for me personally, and I can say for Zach too, is that we actually don't want other people talking to our kids about sexuality (laughs) and navigating sexuality. We we would actually prefer that that none of none of their church lessons were on this, right? And because this is so important to us that we have these conversations with our kids so that it can be done in a, in a way that is not shaming, that is not damaging to their sexuality and to their emotional well-being. It's right.
1: Not that not that we don't trust you know our, our church leaders or the, their church leaders, but just we are not convinced that they have the same level of understanding or the same understanding that we want to convey to our kids, whether they have you know whatever their level of understanding is what we want to convey to our kids is often different than what we think is, you know, necessarily available uh, from, from a variety of sources at church. So uh, being that place of clarity and being that place of, you know, understanding, you know, talking to them often, being real about it, being kind about what they know and what they don't know is, is essential to being the parent that you want to be on this particular topic. So, you know, if you have questions about this, if this is something you would like to talk about before you get into that situation where you do need to talk to uh, talk to your kids about it, please come, you know, have a conversation with Darcy or I. You can set up a free consult or you can join the membership uh, for the next 24 hours. We'd love to have you. We, you know, this is something that is important and it's a passion of ours. Uh, it, and if you have, you know, if you want us to come and talk to your uh, young men and young women, we would happily come and have that conversation. If you want us to come talk to the adults, uh, we would happily have that conversation. You know, just reach out to us, uh, info at zaxbaffer.com. We'd love to set some time up to to really, you know, be that uh, voice for you in those conversations. All right. Hey you guys, thank you so much for listening. We'd love love, love doing these. We, you know, we've, we've been on the phone. We've been doing something right now for like the last four hours. We, you know, talking about pornography and, uh, yeah, pornography. And, uh, it's just been, we did a webinar. It's just been a, a real joy to be able to do this. Um, and it, we're so blessed. This is, this marks the one year anniversary of us really starting our business. And, um, you know, we're 77 episodes into the podcast We've had some bonus podcasts in there as well. We've been on so many different podcasts. And we're just so grateful that this is what we get to do
0: every full-time day. every day. And we are going to be working on a course for parents and and how to help their kids uh, navigate, navigate, navigate pornography. And so, so if you have any questions specifically that you would like um, addressed right. yeah. and answered in, in a in little course... course we would love if you would email them to us at info@zackspafford.com. At
1: yeah, absolutely. And if you want to be on the list of just who who's, you know, gets first crack at that course, send send us an email or go to the website and register uh, and put your name on the list of the the email registration and we will we'll send that out to you. All right, you guys, have a great week. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the self mastery podcast. Imagine you sitting next to your loved one and no longer bogged down by the greatest trial of your life. Each month I offer a free webinar that you can attend where you can get your questions answered about how you can break free from pornography use. Take a moment now and go to the website zaxpafford.com slash free call and you can sign up for free. You don't want to miss out on this amazing opportunity to ask questions, learn a new skill and even get coached live if you like. We'll see you then.